Hi everybody, welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber and today I want to talk to you about loving achingly. So before we get into today's topic, I want to share with you that I have a free guide. It's called Copy and Paste Texts for when he's pulling away or acting flaky. And the link for that is going to be in the show notes. And so today I want to talk to you, first of all, I want to share with you a personal and recent dating experience that I've had. And after that, I want to share with you some ideas about loving achingly and how to have an experience of loving somebody, but making sure that it's with the right person and under the right circumstances, because there's a good kind of love ache where you love somebody and it hurts in a good way because you care so much and that person means a lot to you. And there is a bad kind of love ache where you love somebody fully and deeply who maybe isn't the right person to do that with. And then you don't just have the pure love ache. You also have the rejection and the pain and the loss and just the pain that comes from loving the wrong person. Um, So I want to offer some ideas about that in the end. And so I want to tell you about a recent dating experience that I've had. And before I get into sharing, I just want to clarify that I recorded a podcast a few weeks ago called Uncomfortable Conversations, and that podcast was inspired by him. And that's important to say because sometimes things can sound really rosy and perfect, or you see people's Facebook pictures and everything's so perfect, and it's all about finding the perfect guy. And that is not the case. It's about finding somebody who is willing to have uncomfortable conversations with you and who's willing to grow for you. And I tell people that I have never had so many uncomfortable conversations in such a condensed period of time in my life. (laughs) So I'm going to be sharing some really amazing things about this experience, but I also want to be clear that it came along with all of the discomfort of um, loving achingly and having those uncomfortable conversations. So if you want to learn more about that, I would definitely check out that episode. Also, if you're not interested in hearing me talk about myself for like 10 to 15 minutes, which I usually don't do on other podcast episodes, but I am on this one, you're just going to want to skip ahead to the tips that I share at the very end. So let's get started. When I was living in Santa Barbara, I had recently gone through a breakup and my plan was to be single, at least for a little bit. And I wasn't really interested or looking to date anybody. And I went to an authentic relating games night, which I'm actually going to be hosting my first ever authentic relating games here in Portland this Friday. So I'll let you know how that goes. But anyways, I went to one in Santa Barbara And at the end of that game, a man came up to me and I had sat next to him, but not really spoken to him much in the actual games. And he said, hey, um, I'm really curious. Can I ask you a question? And I said, sure. And he said, I noticed during this one exercise, it seemed like you wanted to go up and do the exercise, but then something held you back. And I noticed your expression changed and it seemed almost like you were a little bit sad. And I wanted to 
see if I was just projecting that onto you or if there was something there. And I was just curious what your experience of that exercise was. And I was like, damn. (laughs) And I really loved how he expressed himself and the emotional maturity behind his comment and the fact that he came from such a curious place and the fact that he was the kind of person that goes to authentic relating games. Um, But anyways, I wasn't really interested in dating. My mind wasn't really in that place. I was like, oh, great, like a new friend. Um, But he ended up asking me out. And our first date was kind of like we weren't sure if it was a date or not. It was kind of just like, oh, like, let's see. And we went to a meditation class that he goes to every week. And then we went to dinner and then we went for a walk and then we made out. And after that first date, I texted my brother. I was like, I'm in trouble. (laughs) And my brother was like, I thought you were going to be single. And I was like, I thought so too. Um, And we continued dating and having a really great time. I think on our second date, he did a surprise date and he took me jet skiing, which was really fun. And anyways, we were connecting and it was great. Um, Then I went to Tony Robbins' Unleash the Power Within. And while I was there, Aziz offered me a full-time position at the Center for Social Confidence and asked me to move to Portland. So basically, work my passion full-time and be with all of my friends in Portland. And yeah, so I accepted that. And then things got a little tricky because I liked this person that I was dating. But it also wasn't like that serious yet. We had only been on a few dates and writing and talking and all of that. But anyways, I told him that I was moving and we continued to date. And we even became exclusive after that. And I initiated that, which I talked about in another podcast. But we became exclusive and we continued dating. And basically, (laughs) long story short, we fell in love in 30 days. So we fell for each other. And I want to share with you three things that were so sweet (laughs) that he did or that I really appreciated about him. And actually, when I was still in Santa Barbara, I started creating a little note on my phone with all the sweet things that he did because there were so many things that he did that were so kind and thoughtful. And I started writing them down because I just didn't want to forget them. And also just kind of as a gratitude practice because... When somebody is that kind to you, especially on a regular basis, you want to make sure that you're not taking it for granted. And so I would like reflect on the sweet things that he did. So one thing that was really sweet and oh my gosh, I feel like all everybody's going to be like, oh my gosh, it's so sweet. Um, (laughs) I was hanging out with him one evening and sitting on his lap and we were looking through his 
reflection journal where he writes like what he's grateful for, what his goals are, what he's focusing on, how he's feeling throughout the day. I know, right? Um, And I was just looking at it and I saw in the gratitude section, the first thing he wrote was waking up next to Amber. And I was like, that's so cute. (laughs) And just the fact that he wrote that to himself, like in his reflection journal. And I really appreciated that. Um, Another thing was one day he called me during my lunch break and he was like, hey, do you have a break? I was like, yeah, but I'm using it to donate my clothes um, because I was getting ready to pack up and move. And he was like, okay, like, um, can I maybe join you and just help you out? I was like, sure. Like, I have to go to this place, then bring it to that place and sell them at this place. And he's like, okay, let me figure something out quickly. And so he picks me up and he's like, why don't you just put all of your clothes that you have to donate in here and I'll just do it for you later so that we can hang out for a little bit. So basically he took on my chores so that we could hang out for like 20 minutes. (laughs) And again, that was just so generous and thoughtful and sweet. Um, And so... Now, the last thing that I'll share here is what he just did this last weekend, which is that on Friday, no, on Thursday, he bought a ticket to fly to Portland on Friday. So this last Thursday, he bought a ticket and flew on Friday afternoon, and he spent the weekend here in Portland and just hung out with me, and I had a really fun time. And then... What was even cuter is that, I mean, we spent a lot of time together, which is the first time that we ever spent like that much time together consecutively. And even after he left, when he he was, he had a layover, he called me during his layover and just spoke to me for like 30 minutes. I was like, that's so sweet. Um, yeah, so I really, oh yeah, so what I want to say is that yesterday when he was leaving, I was crying, crying, crying before he left, as we're going to the airport, after he was gone at the airport, crying the whole way home, so sad. Um, And then I'm even just tearing up thinking about it right now. Um, And then today, crying, 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 And every time I start to talk about it with somebody, I start crying again. And um, we had a team meeting like we do every morning. And on Mondays, we do Appreciation Mondays. And we go around and we talk about what we appreciate about each other, our team members. And Jonathan, my coworker, he said, who hung out with... um, this man and I this weekend and met him. He was like, yeah, Amber, um, seeing you with him, what comes to mind for me is what I have posted on my desk, which is love achingly. And I'm not sure how you guys are in private, but that's what I saw when I saw you two together. And that really resonated with me because that's how it feels. Like I fully let myself love somebody even though 
the future is uncertain and it hurts and I'm crying, but it feels good at the same time. And one thing that I had also told Jonathan about this person when I had left Santa Barbara and moved to Portland is that it felt really good to go all in on something and on someone. So there is a lot more to that story that I could share with you. And trust me, I'm like an open book. If we ever see each other, you can just ask me whatever you want. and I'll tell you literally anything about my life. (laughs) Um, But for the purpose of time on this podcast, I want to share with you some ideas about having an experience where you love achingly, but it feels good because it's with the right person. And so with this person, even though it doesn't look like we're going to be able to be together because I live here and he lives there, it still felt like the right person for the following reasons. So the first thing is you need a container with that person. Um, And a container means, first of all, for most people, you're exclusive. That's a big thing that I learned because I was kind of curious. I was like, can I do the casual thing? And turns out I can't. I'm very sensitive. Um, But when we had the conversation about being exclusive, I remember afterwards we kissed and then I left. And the next day we were talking, he said, yeah, like that kiss felt a lot different after we had that conversation, it was like, how so? He said, I just felt more connected and like I had more to give to you. Um, And so there is a sense of when you just choose to focus on one person, you have tunnel vision or that's not the right phrase, but you're all in on one person. And so you have more to give to that person and it creates a safe space for you to be vulnerable and share and love another person. Um, At least that's my experience. And I mean, you could argue that's just because of my mindset or something, but I feel like to really fully let yourself love somebody and have that be a positive experience, no matter the outcome of whether it works out or not, um, being exclusive and only focusing on that one person and vice versa is really important for creating that container. The second essential component to that container is loving somebody who invests equally in you as you do in them. There's nothing worse than the feeling of loving somebody and investing in them and not having them invest back. And even if you have feelings for somebody, you can't base your investment just on that. It also has to be based on what is the other person willing to put in here as well. Um, And I know you know that from personal experience, most likely, as most of us do, it hurts to invest in the wrong person. And the wrong person just means they're not able to or willing to make an investment in you, even if they love you, even if they care about you. Sometimes people can love and care for us and not be able to make an investment. And that is an essential component to creating that safe container for you to love somebody. And lastly, on a similar note, going all in on somebody and 
really letting yourself have the experience of loving achingly doesn't mean, okay, I'm going to throw all of my boundaries and all of my standards out the window. That's not what that means. You can love fully and have your boundaries about what's okay with you, what you feel comfortable with, what's important to you, what you need. Um, Those are all really important for attraction, but also in creating that container where it feels okay for you to love somebody fully. Otherwise, if you stop expressing your boundaries because you're scared that you're going to lose this person or you don't want to upset them, then you start feeling resentful, then they start losing respect for you and um, you don't have the structure, the container that you need to be able to love each other fully. So when you set up that container, and by container I just mean a safe space um, to let yourself feel all of those emotions and to invest in a person fully, when you create that, then it's always a worthwhile experience, even if it doesn't last, even if you live in different states, even if it's just a month or a year, it's always a worthwhile experience because you had two people all in on each other for that period of time. And it's nice to know that version of yourself that goes all in on something. And even though like now I'm sad and I'm like, crying on my podcast (laughs) um it's still a positive experience like I'm happy being sad and it feels good that I cared so much about somebody and that an experience was so meaningful to me so thank you so much for listening today thank you to this man and thank you so much for listening And I do have a request and I'm going to say it's a birthday request because it was my birthday last Wednesday. And if you could leave me a review on iTunes, if you're enjoying this podcast, that would be super appreciated. And I'm crying, okay? So I really need this. (laughs) Thank you for hearing my story and for listening to this podcast. And I hope you have an awesome day. Bye.